The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm host Michael Dow, and with me tonight are Sue Timberlake, Jama Roberts, and guest from Evidence-Based Radio, <laughs> Stacey Cooney. Um, we're going to be primarily focusing on the three ballot questions here in Massachusetts. Um, <clears throat> sorry for anybody who's listening from, I don't know, Shanghai, but... Um, uh, we are, before we get into that, I do want to mention a couple of things. Um, and also, I think we want to, Sue, you want to talk at least briefly about like the pressing news about bombings and things or attempted bombings. But I, I, I yeah, I think that's <laughs> worth mentioning on a show called Civil Politics. <laughs> that That's not civil. But uh, before we get into that, you, uh, we'd love to hear from you and you can get in touch with us in a few different ways. Uh, email is civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Twitter is at civilpoliticsfm. And Facebook.com slash Civil Politics Radio is how you find us there on the Zuckerberg Empire. We also have a website called simply civilpoliticsradio.com. Uh, stunningly original, we know. And uh, our producer, uh, Mr. Roberts, uh, will be posting links to things as the show goes along. And he will uh, use the hashtag civil references on Facebook and Twitter uh, to help it make it easier for you folks to follow along at home. Uh, I should also mention that... Uh, Next, oh, sorry, it's not next week. It's the week after. We're coming up on election day. It's, I think, 11 days from now. And uh, on election night, which is, of course, Tuesday, November 6th, uh, from 9 to 11 p.m., we're going to be doing an election night special, teaming up with folks from Occupy the Airwaves to talk about the results and try and make sense of what they mean. Live. We're going to do it live. <laughs> yes. Well, I plan to be alive for it. I hope you will be, too. I think the Republicans, my party's going to get hammered, but we'll see. <laughs> I, well. They might get hammered in a different way, too. I, but. I, I guess. <laughs> well, I, uh, as a registered Democrat, yes, I do hope the Republicans lose <laughs> a lot of ground, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I, we'll, I hope. We'll see. I hope it's not, like, emotionally crushing for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's uh, that's what we're we're going to be doing on election night. And don't forget, uh, if you live in Massachusetts, anyways, early voting has begun, so you can go to your local town hall and vote. Uh, check the hours and stuff. Check the hours and stuff that should be on your town website, or you can call the town hall. Um, uh, also, if you go to vote.org, they the tool that they have actually uh, has uh, will send you to the correct place to to see where you're early voting so that's it's very easy than navigating the mass yeah gov. usually it's the city clerk or town clerk's office but it might not yep. be so you want to you it'll check. be list it'll be listed like yeah. statewide obviously so yeah um if you go to that website then you'll be able to you'll be able to fi- find your way from there thanks john yeah so vote.org for uh if you need specific information about where to go in your town and be careful if you're mailed anything there's a lot of um false information being mailed out telling people to go to the wrong place or the wrong date or you can turn in your absentee ballot the day of the election which you can't you need to check to be yes, sure because it's happening especially in southern states but it's happening in all the yeah, states yeah did you hear about um uh, uh was it dodge city i think kansas no. they have one polling place in town 
and they moved it. It was at like the, the like the rec center near the uh, the country club in sort of the uh, quote unquote white part of town, from what I understand. But they moved it to another to another town altogether. It's not even in town. <gasps> and then apparently they sent. Uh, That's called Hydapole. <laughs> and, and then they apparently. How is that legal? I, it's Kansas. Chris Kobach is the yeah, Secretary no, of State. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, apparently they also sent out information to newly registered voters telling them where to go vote. And it said, go to the old polling yes, place. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. It's happening a lot this year. Yeah. I mean, yes. It's being reported a lot, too, which is great. It's located outside the same city limits, a mile from the nearest bus stop. Of course it is. And... By the way, Dodge City is is uh, it has a, a very large Hispanic population. Of course, it does. Yay! Doesn't it also have a lot of desperados, low down varmints, and gunfighters? Why are you like this? <laughs> well, I, why I, must you hate us all? Why? Why? No rules. In don't a do knife this, fight. Mike. <laughs> There's no rules in a knife fight. This is Genre. supposed to be civil. <laughs> but I like living I in my own rules. little fantasy world. It's <laughs> much more pleasant than the real one. <laughs> Quick, get the stones. Right. Okay. And again, that's a big reason why you should vote if you can vote. Yes. Because there are so many people who would be very interested in voting, who should be able to vote, who will not be able to vote this election because of these kinds of uh, shenanigans, because of gerrymandering, because of all sorts of things. So if you can vote and you don't vote. Shame on you. Absolutely. Yeah. And while you're at it, I recommend voting for, uh, uh, not for Republicans, but for Democrats when possible. Depends. Well, the reason why I say that. Charlie Baker? I'm not going to vote for Charlie Baker. And it's not that I think he's been the worst governor we've ever had. Did you see all the Democratic mayors that are voting for him? That was quite the ad. Yeah, (laughs) it was. Good old Dominic Sarno. I'll I'll leave it at that. He's our tallest governor. He is our tallest governor. (laughs) Here's the reason why, and I think we, we should get onto the ballot questions and other things in a minute, but just to me, the simplest thing is, in the end, when at the moment the Republican Party is in the, the weasels have taken over Toad Hall, as you so eloquently put it, Sue, and like, <laughs> they're not going to stop until they lose political power, until they pay a price at the ballot box for that. And unfortunately, I think So you're means- saying even if he's a nice weasel? You're- he's <laughs> not a nice weasel. It is a lie. Well, it is an absolute lie that Charlie Baker has done pretty much anything for this state that is of any progressive or positive manner. He was going to send troops to help the with border. the border he was no matos is uh, mattis is sending 800 troops from, yeah. <laughs> from That's the thing. he has never supported any kind of measures that would help the poor and downtrodden in this state he has absolutely done nothing the only thing he is good at is smiling and getting people to think that he's done things that he hasn't actually done. Now, he found that lovely black woman who was running the MBTA, and when we had all those snowstorms, he fired her for running it badly. Uh, Bully for him? I'm just kidding. I mean, he did do that, but yeah, he found someone to blame. It's true. Yeah, that that's what he does. <laughs> he finds someone else to blame. Yeah. So e- even if he was better, like I'd, I'd say to people who... Uh, our people. Mayor of, of Lawrence loves him. I know. 
but uh, he kind but of they don't have their right gas. Now. Yeah, they yeah. don't have their gas. I, back I would on say yet. <laughs> I would say if you're someone of real character and ability, which there are some in the Republican Party, if you're not you're not succeeding at taking your party back, so. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should consider switching sides. Or, we're waiting for reinforcements. Or, or just becoming independent <laughs> or something. Well, good we're luck. We're like the Southerners. We're waiting for reinforcements, you know. Yes, and, <laughs> and, and it's those waiting for reinforcement Southerners who are the weasels t- who've taken over your Toad Hall. So, but <laughs> it's anyway. Not, it's our Toad Hall. Before, so. we, uh, before we get off of Sadly. this, I just want to mention a uh, statistic that I heard today that I'm pretty sure is correct. Uh, that Massachusetts, Our producer can look it up. <laughs> exactly. That Massachusetts ranks about 48th when it comes to uh, financial aid support for students trying to go to public schools in the state. Really? Yes. You mean like University Mass public schools? Yep. Like secondary. Yes, yep. secondary. Yeah. Because we have all of these private schools in, in the state, and they're also, you know, wonderful and good, and also nobody cares because it's not a it's not on anybody's radar. I'm and surprised so, with the community um, school systems that that we'd be 48. I just I find that hard to believe, but that it's possible. Well, may, maybe the, it's about higher education. Because I got to admit, if you I've, community I've, colleges when I go to well, when I go to other places like Ohio, they are proud of Ohio State. Yeah, and you know it's Ohio State. Even but, Florida. Apparently, if you want to go to FAU. a state school in Florida, yeah. you are almost guaranteed to be able to go pretty much, you know, full full. Well, you freight. know, there aren't that many young people in Florida. It's mostly us, you know, silver-haired. There's a lot of young people <laughs> in Florida, Sue. <laughs> they want them to come down my, there and work. My, my point <laughs> is there's a lot more identification, a lot more emotional attachment in the public at large to their state universities. Don't in, say in that most to people who went to UMass. They're, <laughs> they're mad dog. Not in UMass. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. yeah like people are like, meh, UMass. I mean, I have a degree from UMass and I'm like, meh, UMass is fine. I'm happy to support it. I'm glad my taxes go to it, but I'm not like, woo, UMass. UMass Lowell is a great technical school. UMass Boston. There's, there's great public education in this state yeah. and I'm, I'm happy to support it and I want to throw more money at it. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's... I, I understand well, why UMass to, yeah. sort of gets hidden in the shadow of, say, Harvard. Well, right. there's a reason for that. But, you know, sure. look at that football team they're building at UMass. I mean, Ugh. all the money they spent, they figured they're going to raise their profile by. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. God save us. <laughs> anyway. So, Anyways. So, but. Bombers? Do we want well, to th- Well, one fellow down in Florida has been arrested for mailing a bunch of pipe bombs to prominent Democratic figures and donors. bombs at this point. Yeah. Um, Duplicates to two people. Two people yeah. got two. So people like Barack Obama, <laughs> Bill and Hillary Clinton, Eric Holder, uh, George Soros, Robert De Niro, uh, Cory Booker. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. I was doing the yeah. count, and it, it's a little over half. How did Robert De Niro get into that group? I just want to know. I don't <laughs> understand. He's a he's a he's kind of outspoken um, against the Trump Republican pressure. Party. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's made some really nasty comments. About yeah. I thought it was because of Tribeca. Um, yeah. Also, I think Trump mentioned him yeah. in a couple oh, okay. tweets. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. Okay, Tr- Trump notices. Thank you. Notices him because he's from New York. And yes. And Trump wants to be a tough guy. And De Niro oh, has like a tough guy image Trump? because of Raging Bull and Travis Bickle. Trump's Trump's enemy list, I guess. we. Yes. Anyway. But so I was doing the math and over half the folks are female and or minority that got bombs. Yeah. And the way I counted is because some of the folks got two bombs. So I didn't count two bombs for them. So but so 
there you go. We we like to you know blow up people that are minority and women. It's just a oh, and Democrats, right? The, was it, was I was just about to say something. I don't want to. Sorry. Yes, but I I'm willing to go on record that that Republicans are are good with with attacking uh, women and and uh, minorities. I am 100 percent okay with making that statement. Are we so, going to have dinner later? Yes, yes. of course. Okay. I wanted to, I wanted to, um, before because we Because I don't believe you're a real Republican. Be, let's not get into that again, kids. Yes. <clears throat> I'm the real Republican. I wanted to, I wanted to <laughs> yes. define terrorism. Yes, sir. Please. Thank you. Terrorism is the unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians, in the pursuit of political aims. Yep. This, this guy fits it. This is a he is a terrorist. Absolutely terrorism. Yes. If he's if he's guilty, he is a, he is an alleged terrorist, and I I think it's really important to put that out immediately. Like legally, actually, he can't be. He might not be able to be charged with terrorism because terrorism isn't. Uh, international crime. In interne- yes, we we were talking about this yeah, before. Yes, C-SPAN today, they were interviewing folks that were uh, head of like homes, Homeland Security for the Obama and Bush administration, and one of the really senior women said that terrorism actually is attached to international. There's no, the law doesn't include domestic terrorism. There's individual crimes, but that we need to fix the law so that domestic terrorism is a crime in and of itself. Oh, I don't think the Republicans will go for that. Yeah, there's um the the Especially the issue is there's there's uh it kind of gets muddled with free speech yeah. with the first amendment um issues apparently. Oh, oh, uh so, so you have to association and all that freedom stuff? association or freedom of speech in some in some ways like you have to you have to square that. How so, does uh, uh, sending bombs isn't protected. I am. Speech. I am well, they reading that article for the right crime, now. but when it comes to terrorism, they, it's almost like a RICO thing, where you you have all these other avenues that you can go through. So, mm. she was just explaining that for domestic terrorism, that the way they charge them is going to be really interesting to see because there's, you know, you can do mass uh, instruments of mass destruction. There's no international component of that, but the right. way they wrote the terrorism law, they put a. a well, sort because of the parentheses I- around it. The idea is that the terrorism component is kind of a thought crime component mm. when you actually apply the word terrorism <gasps> to it because it's yeah. about... 1984. Well, yeah. but it's a... It, I mean, that's yeah. the way to say it because it's about the motivations behind sending the thing. Yeah. And so it's hard to get into that, like genre said, with Americans. I can see where there's legalese that could be, you know, hard to deal with that. But, you have to get everybody but, to but agree still, to pass But still, attempting to influence politics with violence isn't free expression or free association, I think, is the rebuttal. I, I'm, I'm 100% in agreement with and you, And there's Michael. a hole there that needs to be filled well, legally. There I, needs I to be some... Yeah. And especially since... Which was news to me. Since many of the people who do terroristic acts in this country who are domestic terrorists... Uh, the majority of them right wing and that was a report that just came out recently um about three-fourths of the domestic terrorists in recent history have been um associated with right-wing causes and catholic Um, oh no uh, which religion i have no idea um i mean i'm poking you with a stick a little bit because whenever you say most of the i always get nervous about it we're not believers so we don't care what yeah (laughs) 
And, you know, I mean, I'm just saying it, it was it was an actual study. Most done. pedophiles are Catholic. I have no idea if that's true. And I'm yeah, putting it out there. I don't think it's true, but I'm putting well, it out there because... Don't say it. Well, no, I'm saying that... You, that <laughs> All those swans kinds... are white. What is your point? <laughs> no, they aren't. Exactly. <laughs> that's um, exactly right. I, so... <laughs> now I'm confused. So are all domestic terrorists who can't be charged that way Republican? Are most no, of them? No, I said, I said three-fourths. There was a study done recently. It was an actual... A, a, someone looked at it, a sociological study, and it said that three quarters, I'm, I don't remember the exact amount, but it said that most of the, the majority were um, associated with right-wing causes. I'm choosing my words very carefully, so, and you're not listening to them. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, but all Islamic terrorists are Islamic. Right, so? so and? Well, I just, I never say stuff like that. But you just did. I I'm don't, confused. Uh, you, I'm, I'm really lost. Can we move on? Because <laughs> we don't have any idea what you're talking about. Oh, I'm okay. Sorry. Well, I'm basically pushing back on the that if you sh- if you show that three quarters of terrorists are Republicans. She didn't say well, they're Republicans. not Republicans. I didn't say that. There, there's a there's a major difference between right wing causes and Republicans. There is, I mean, they, yes, there's a huge difference. That's and that's and that's the ma- the major yeah. thing. Like, and there's nobody, a bunch of tribes in the Republican Party that which, have different. Which beliefs. is again why I chose my words very carefully. So yeah. say it again one more time, so I can. The brain is old. <laughs> Three quarters of the people who were charged in ways that would be associated with domestic terrorism were associated with right wing causes or right wing beliefs. Like white nationalism. Exactly. You know, anti-choice murder. And of course, just as another fun fact, uh, the thing that goes hand in hand with those sorts of authoritarian ideas is obviously uh, one of the best ways to tell whether or not someone might be interested in doing something like a domestic terror act is to see whether or not they've ever done... uh, Domestic violence. Domestic violence to Mm. their intimate partner. But anyways, how about we start with question one? Because we are really getting into the weeds, and it's well, already so is that all, all on the bomber? So they have somebody they think did it. They have a fingerprint. They have a van that has Trump paraphernalia yeah. all over and it. And social media with him going on about how great Trump is and so forth. So and the list of threats, Twitter Twitter threats against each individual who got a bomb. Yeah. So they, he, he does have um, a history of, of threatening people on Twitter just uh, in the in the past. Um, I, have, I have actually found something, the Patriot Act defines domestic terrorism as an attempt to intimidate or coerce a civilian population to influence the policy of government by intimidation or coercion or to affect the 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 conduct of a government by mass destruction, assassination, or kidnapping. So she was wrong on C-SPAN. Or there's another clause somewhere. There's going to be some... uh, He might be charged with other federal crimes because... Maybe that's more straightforward or something, but it's. It, I think it's important just before we move on to just say like the core definition of terrorism. He fits into that, so uh, we shouldn't. And especially since he's a white guy, uh, we need to apply that that word to him um, as much as possible. Right, alleged, but yes. Yeah. yeah. So. I yeah. think, uh, I th- and we're certainly having. A, I, th- I think uh, our uh, political violence is 
not something we want as part of our our society. And unfortunately, it's 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 not surprising that somebody who's a big fan of Donald Trump and listens to Donald Trump saying "beat those guys up" and I love you know I I love this congressman from from Montana who who actually you know physically assaulted a reporter kind of thing. You know, it's like it's not surprising that these are. So I wasn't going to go there because I wasn't going to play the role of Republican tonight too much. But I do have to say that my party has been whipping around the flag on the Bernie supporter that shot the guys on the baseball field. Yeah, he's a nut bar. Well, he's a domestic terrorist, too. And he was, you know, again, two thirds. That leaves a whole third of other people, including that guy, that guy. (laughs) So I apologize to people. No, he's, who, he, you know, because, you know, you do one and then I have to come back tit for tat. So I apologize sure. for that. Anyway, <laughs> so we've got a few minutes before the break. And uh, I think you want to do two first. <laughs> well, we can knock out question two or honestly, in terms of like the the difficulty of discussing it. I mean, in a way, question three is the easiest. It's, it's like like there's one position that's obviously right and one position that's like an abomination. <laughs> so. You know, I had to read the question like I've I've continued to read it trying to understand what it does when you vote yes. Mm. And there's some clauses in there that are kind of a mess. I I, I understand and I'm going to vote yes on it and I know that that's to keep the existing law. But I I think whoever wrote that question you know, there's something wrong with it. There's something really wrong with it. And I think it was my party that put it on, right? Or I honestly people. don't know who put it on there. Yeah. But, it, well, if you think, if you want to actually spend more than, like, a couple of minutes talking about that. But that was that. it. That's all I wanted to say is oh. that if you read it, it's very hard to tell what it's going to do. But I totally trust the people that say yes on three. And it's yeah. like everybody well, who knows anything well, about well, that. No, I, I know one person that's not really trustworthy. <laughs> you Stacey. mean the person who's actually working for that campaign? <laughs> yeah. So, Full disclosure. Yeah. So, I am an active volunteer. Uh, I will be spending all next weekend doing get out the vote for yeah. yes on three. Um, I'm perfectly willing to lay my cards on the table. Well, it's uh, good that you and we need to do. So that you have yes. to recuse yes. yourself from this discussion, which is why Just I hadn't yet said anything until I had a break to say. Well, I was about to introduce you as so, Stacy. You're a supporter of question three, and I am too. But you've been actively campaigning for it. You you hooked me up with my lawn sign. And fair yes. enough, I have a sign on my lawn yeah. too. So that's full disclosure. So and I, I so I who don't in the world's going to vote no? Well, um, I, I know many people. I, I don't think I honestly didn't feel like we needed to give a, a, a platform to the people who are advocating for no on this question. And Stacy, I think you can probably succinctly explain why. So please do. Yes. So um, the reason that people will vote no for this is due to a lot of misinformation that is out there. Um, Before I talk about that, I do want to talk about the fact that the law basically already exists. It has already been out there, and there has been zero uptick in any kind of abuse or assault on women in women's spaces And of course, it's always women's spaces. That's one of the things that I find so interesting about uh, people who are against transgender rights. They're never worried about trans men. They're only ever worried about trans women. And I think that it continues to be a part of um, our ingrained misogyny uh, in this country um, and in other 
cultures as well. And so the idea is that men are going to come into women's bathrooms and assault them because all they have to do is say, I'm a woman. And that magically gives them a free pass to be able to go into women's restrooms, assault them, and not have any consequences, which is, of course, patently absurd. Mm. It's been on the book for like two two or three years, yes. right? And it so, is... So actually, so just, just to be clear, in case our listeners might be a little confused, um, the point of question three is to repeal an existing law, existing legal protections... Uh, to treat transgendered people, transgender people, peop- transgender people like other protected classes, like uh, black people or whatever. Yeah. No. Okay. Am I wrong? Yes and no, because okay. the way that you phrase it that way, it suggests that you would vote no. But because of right, Massachusetts which is, which is, is part of why it's a screwy question. Exactly. Which, which I do, that, I really, that's why I always like it. to clarify that. Yeah. Is that yes? However, Keeps the law. yeah. Yes is the the yes we 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 like transgender people. That's what we're basically saying. Yes for transgender rights, mm-hmm. um, because of yes the way for the, human rights. Yes for human rights, um, and that's you know that is basically what it comes down to. Transgender rights are human rights, and human rights are transgender. Wait, I'm paraphrasing some Democrats. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> um, so basically. Uh, one of the other things I like to point out is that this um, bill only got on with the bare minimum amount of signatures that you can get in order to put this onto a ballot question. They didn't disqualify Um, any of those signatures? Nope. Um, And uh, one of the things that I would also like to remind people is that you may think that this is a safe question, and of course people are going to vote that way, Um, but I would uh, remind you of the white women voting block uh, in the 2016 election. So um, if you do nothing else, uh, as obviously someone who is a big booster for this, if you do nothing else on your ballot question, vote on the questions. Even if you don't vote for a single politician, go and vote on these questions because it is important. It, it, it is. And <clears throat> it's worth noting that, um, you know, uh, Donald Trump got a million votes in Massachusetts. So, like, clearly there are people who are inclined to to, to vote no on this. Do we know how many people vote in Massachusetts? Uh, I think it was 2.6 million in 2016. So I don't know how many people will get here in 2018. Yeah. I forget how many like registered regular... voters there are in Massachusetts. I think it's about 5 million, I want to say, but I could be wrong. Perhaps our producer will be able to find that information. We are coming up on a break soon, but I just... And I do want to point out, though, that uh, just because, paradoxically, just because someone voted for Trump doesn't actually mean they're necessarily going to vote no on three. Um, So just to clarify that, I do want to make that point. Right. um, Because people are complicated and confusing and just... (sighs) So uh, just today, uh, uh, problematic... A uh, famous transgender person, Caitlyn Jenner. Exactly. Uh, th- there's a whole lot of th- people have hot takes on Caitlyn Jenner. I'm just going to say this. She famously uh, endorsed Donald Trump in 2016 and has now said she does. She regrets that. It was a mistake. She, she rescinds support for him because he clearly does not support transgender rights. He doesn't want her to be treated as a person. And... 
you, you know. That's so strange because he actually said she could use any bathroom she wanted to in any of his hotels. Right, during so, the campaign. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that was then, this is now. But is look that, what he's <laughs> actually done in office, I guess. Yeah, I think personally he couldn't care less, but that's not, nobody cares what he thinks personally. Yeah. I really honestly don't think he could be bothered to care less when it comes to a personal yeah. person to person I wouldn't be surprised thing. if he finds it icky or well, whatever. Well, I'm sure he does, but, or I would assume he does, but. Depends whether they're a 10 or not. Um, I should uh, mention that I can double check, but I don't think he has made any statements about this directly. About this ballot measure, you mean? No, about the transgender. Just the bathroom comment when he was running in the campaign. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. saying the, the Donald Trump. He definitely has the federal change that that are, that Caitlyn Jenner is talking about. Oh yes, the uh, the 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 alleged the thing they were of looking Labor at saying like because oh, that's yeah. not coming out of that's not coming out of like the, the White, White House specifically. Yeah. That's yeah, coming, out coming out of an out agency. The agency. Yeah. So got it. That Sorry, is Johnny. something like he could not if if he cared he would have tweeted at. 3 14 a.m like everything else yeah what is he doing up that okay so <laughs> i'm pretty sure he has said something i'm pretty sure that well, somebody mentioned it but i haven't well i didn't listen to I it. Well, regardless, he said they weren't considering it or he he, he he brushed it off or something well well regardless i think i think it's pretty clear president trump doesn't think transgender transgender people uh uh should be treated equally because among other things he there was that famous three-part tweet last year where he said after consulting with the experts the united states will no longer tolerate oh in the military the in the mil yes <laughs> transgender people in the military and you know there's no rational basis actually for that, that probably the, comes from i'm mattis. pretty sure that's after consultation with mike pence yeah well mattis was no. against it originally if, if, he if, was one of the few yes, if, chiefs if, of if, service if, that but, was against it well he was if you remember uh, the marine they were all caught flat-footed by it it was just Trump yeah he was surprised it. by but when he was back not um anyway we'll leave it at that but mattis was notoriously against um it when he was the um at a lesser at a lesser pay grade so one of the few chiefs. Well, so. I, I think he's accepted that he was wrong. Who knows? I, I think so, too. In any event, uh, <laughs> it is about time, that special time, about halfway through the show, where we uh, bow to the whims of the FCC and we'll pray, play some PSAs, promos, and IDs. We're going to be back with more uh, civil politics to talk about the uh, remaining two ballot questions here in Massachusetts in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Are you interested in connecting with the international community in the Pioneer Valley? Then volunteer to help your immigrant neighbors improve their English and integrate better into their surroundings. Become a volunteer tutor. Take a free 15-hour training taught by the International Language Institute in downtown Northampton. For more details on an application, go to ili.edu or contact Amy at ili.edu. Students come from Africa, Asia, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East. So volunteer to tutor and expand your world. The Oblivion Express, old-school, free-form, eclectic radio programming every Thursday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. on Valley Free Radio. Since 1981, the Oblivion Express has been traveling the musical spaceways in the Valley, an eclectic mix of music from the 1940s to today and featuring just about every genre, rock, jazz, blues, world, folk, reggae, and so much more. Join me, DJ Funkadelic Fern, every Thursday morning on the Oblivion Express. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen. High blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke. And you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. 
One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. It's Matthew Squire, host of the Matterday Radio Show. We are Monday, 1 to 2 in the afternoon. We talk to people who are actors, we talk to people who are stunt people, and we talk to people who are musicians, writers, and anything else you can imagine. World record holders have been on the show, but why? What holds all these people together? Well, it's a common love for one thing. Video games. That's right. We've talked to people who hold world records in video games, people who have written and make their lives writing video games, and stunt actors who have done work in video games. So join me every Monday, 1 to 2, on this station to listen to more as we dive into the world and the art that is video games. A world of opportunity is sitting here in the Pioneer Valley right in Hoyoke. Bringing together a variety of organizations, Passport Hoyoke helps you discover Hoyoke's varied treasures. With numerous events happening nearly every day, there's no reason to ever be bored. For a full list of events and member organizations, visit Passport Hoyoke on the web at www.passporthoyoke.org. Come discover the city of Hoyoke. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm still with Stacy. Sue and Genre, and we're talking about uh, the ballot questions here in Massachusetts. So uh, in the first half, in addition to meandering talk about uh, terrorism, uh, civility and political discourse, and uh, uh, voting for uh, Republicans and how that's evil. Pardon me. <laughs> Pardon me. Sorry, I couldn't resist. You should resist. be really careful. I'm from Boston. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> you guys are trouble. But um, I think we all agree that uh, uh, all of our voters in Massachusetts should vote yes, yes, on question three. Yes. Yes for transgender rights. Don't try and read it. it will, it'll twist your mind. It's so screwed up as a question. But vote yes to keep the rights that exist today. Also, right. uh, remember that the, this is the panel's uh, opinion and not the opinion of uh, Valley Free Radio. Yes, and actually, it's each. Views and opinions expressed on Valley Free Radio do not necessarily. (laughs) Yeah, and we're all voting yes for different reasons, but right. And I I don't think there are two. I don't know about everybody here at Valley Free Radio. I think most of us are probably voting yes, but not everyone necessarily. We don't know, so yes. Uh, but yes, yes on question three. And uh, well, let's let's go back. We want to keep that nonprofit license here. Yes, we, we do. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Vote yes for our nonprofit license, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as individuals, we're going to tell you what we what we think is the right answer. So. Right. Um, so uh, let's That's go backwards. Uh, question two is honestly, in a way, we could skip question two because it's the one with the least meaningful consequences either way. Well, it's, it does create a commission. Yes. And it will show that the state of Massachusetts believes that Citizens United should be overturned. Uh, um, and, and there's no money in it. But you, in my opinion, I'm going to vote yes on it because I want to say for sure and out loud that I think we need to get the money out of politics. And so a way to do that is to, is to vote, vote, vote yes and get the commission and get all the appointees and have them look into how you would do it. And if all the states right. do that, to, to, to draft a, a a constitutional amendment to overturn Citizens United decision, yeah, yeah. yeah. to get money out of politics, yeah. of course, I which I'm in favor of too. Yeah, the problem is that there's no staff and there's no money. So, 
whoever's going to do this is going to volunteer. The governor's going to appoint them. And they'll probably do a really good job, but they'll probably be rich people who can afford to be on a committee with no staff and no money. And no requirement that they... Um... And if it's Charlie Baker appointing them, then there's no there's no reason well, for it. Well, there's three different groups that appoint them. I think there's 13 members. I forget what it is. I circled it somewhere on the on the sheet. But if you get the the um, the information for voters from the state and you look at question two, you'll see how many people are appointed. And right. but it's different groups. It's a couple of different groups. But that but are also uh, uh, the uh, state legislature and the governor can get this commission's report and do nothing with it if they want. It's, right. right. So if, if 50 states vote to set up a commission to look at overturning Citizens United, that will have a statement value. That'll be of a symbolic value. Yes. So it, it, it is a small... If you vote no, then all the states vote no, then nobody will ever do anything. So. Right. And, and right. voting yes isn't going to do much. Voting no will do nothing. And may reaffirm some people that um, think it's perfectly okay, all the money we have in politics. Right. All the dark... The dark money that you can't see where it came from. Right. I, as I think I've mentioned on this show from time to time, you know, I come from an affluent family with an investment banker dad, and I've I've had it easier than a lot of people have in this life because of that advantage, and I'm grateful for it. But uh, I completely agree that it doesn't mean that my opinions on political matters should carry more weight than other people's. Ah, uh, the money the money aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it. Like like my, like, it would be, you know, I, I don't have endless amounts of money or anything like that, but the idea of like, you know. Maybe if you win Powerball tomorrow. Right. Was it 600 million? 600 million, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's not crazy for me to think about, like, if I care about an issue to spend $1,000 a plate to go to a fundraiser to band Elizabeth Warren's ear or Charlie Baker's ear for a few minutes. Like, that's not something I, I, I could conceivably do that in a way that most people can't. And so that is, you know, like, why am I so special? Hey, folks who've been listening to this show, and my producer just remind me that this is our four-year anniversary this month. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. We've actually been doing this for four years. Yeah. Oh, my God. So if you've been listening to me at all in, this, in that <laughs> time, I think you'll agree there is no particular reason why my opinion should count for more than anyone else's. And arguably, you've heard, Ditto plenty, for me. You've heard plenty of reasons why it shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Stacy, I love the fact that you're diplomatically biting your tongue right now. That's so sweet of you. You are a true friend. <laughs> well, you know. One person, one vote. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, was that supposed to be serious? <laughs> it's an aspiration. <laughs> kind of like question two, <laughs> which yeah. is why I, I, in the end, am going to vote yes for it. I recommend that you vote yes for it, uh, listener even though it's it's not going to do much even even if it passes. And if people vote no because they think it's just it's like too little, you know, it's just it's it's like a fig leaf. I understand people who yeah, will vote I, no I, on I, it. I get that. The stakes are really low yeah. on, on question 2. So, sure, yeah. vote vote yes, I think. Let but people know you didn't like Citizens yeah. United and you want to get the money it's, out of it's, politics. It's so. not a question that's going to make a real difference. Like question 3, absolutely vote yes. That matters. Depends who our next governor is and you know. Even so. I, I do <laughs> like this sentence from the against though. It's it's kind of hilarious. Yes. In oh, the, and this is from uh, the about the question two. Uh, this is from the the flyer that you should have gotten information for voters. Not mm -hmm. everybody got those. I didn't get those. I had to get one at the I library. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm a Republican. They probably didn't send one to oh, me. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> Stop it. 
No, Gal- no, it totally is. Galvin's a total partisan. He put his yeah. stuff in the blank anyway, pages. Stacy, please share the sentence. Sorry. <laughs> in the decision, the court ruled to expand that freedom uh, of the freedom of uh, speech and apply it equally to all entities and organizations <laughs> rather than just the arbitrary list of winners and losers selected by elected officials in previous campaign finance laws. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote that? Can you see who wrote the? Uh, uh, no? it, it, it was written by the Massachusetts Fiscal Alliance. Huh. Uh, and so, yeah, no. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, of, I'm going to vote yes, probably, but I, the, I, I have to say, I do find these sorts of things to be equivalent to the people who stand in front of the courthouse in Northampton of a Saturday with their no war you know, vote for peace, whatever signs. It's a lovely gesture, which is ultimately absolutely meaningless. Absolutely (laughs) meaningless. And I find it kind of distasteful that those people go home thinking that they've done a good thing. I, you know, I have much more sympathy for those people than you do. But I think this is, this is barely the, this is the electoral, electoral equivalent, maybe a step up from, you know, liking things on Facebook so hard. Like, yes, I like that post, people. I've done something. This is binding. The commission will be formed. This isn't... Um, the commission well, will be formed, but their results, yeah, yeah. but they do. First thing you do is form a commission. It does, you know, we have had non-binding... We've all group work in school, Sue. <laughs> yeah. But we've had non-binding <laughs> referenda. This is not a non-binding referenda. It just creates a commission. So... Right. It binds you to a commission, so... <sighs> So on to the most controversial one on the ballot. Indeed, right? the one where I I, Are we out of time? I I continue to waffle on this one actually. So question one is if you like unions, well, question one in simple you should terms. Should vote one on question one. I right. mean, yes on question one. Well, question one in simple terms. I don't would, like unions, but I can explain. Would would set uh would set in law staffing levels for nurses in various important Minimums. hospitals and other minimum levels. Yes. Yeah. Uh, minimum staffing levels for nurses in hospitals and other critical care facilities, you know, neonatal wards and so forth. ICU already has minimums. Right. By state law from 2006. Right. And they did that because there was a problem. So uh, there are... A lot of ink has been spilt on both sides of this question. And the Boston Globe uh, this week came out with an editorial recommending a no vote, which I thought was very surprising. Because they are supported by all the major teaching hospitals and healthcare organizations Hmm. in the state, which is one of the premier industries of the state. That's true. So their horses are all on the same race course. So shall I explain why I don't like unions? (laughs) No, because then we'll just be arguing about why you don't like unions. It's related, though. So, so I don't like unions because every organization I've worked in that had a union, it was because there had been a problem. Yeah. Unions are formed when people are not treated well or there's some issue. So Alone we beg, together we bargain. Yes. So what happens is that it sounds like, and I believe the union, the Mass Nurses Association, have exhausted every other possible avenue, collective bargaining, legislation, um, committees to form staffing levels for hospitals, and um, this just applies to acute inpatient care, by the way, and mm-hmm. emergency rooms. They've exhausted every other avenue, so instead they took their dues and they 
put this on, they studied it, they put this on the ballot, and they have spent all the money they have trying to change the dynamic in Massachusetts so that nurses don't just have to take the 40 more patients that came in, that they can actually say, we need four more staff here before, you know, before we do this. And I have to say that even though I don't like unions and I don't believe in them, I believe that they're formed when there's a problem. There's clearly a problem. Even the advocates have said, yes, there is a problem in Massachusetts. There aren't enough nurses on the floors in acute hospitals. And so I'm going to vote yes on this question because I believe the union did their homework. They're close enough, and the legislature will tinker with it. They will change the deadlines. They will do what they normally do. And so that's why I'm voting yes. And I just want to explain that because it's a very complicated position, and it's a complicated question. Uh, one thing that a listener actually sent us um, is a article from Mass Political. Let's see, MassPoliticalProfs.org. Uh, it's from Johanna. Mm-hmm. Hi, Johanna. Uh, what one of our boiling, uh, Valley Free Radio stalwarts? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of really boil. I can I can try to post this, but what what it really boils down to, there is a political component to this as well uh because to get a a a question on the ballot takes a lot of work um a lot of organization and it's sometimes the like a last resort for this is for the last things. resort for them and they exactly listen to them but the further from the just the patient care thing which is you know important i guess uh but the the other thing is that if this doesn't work then the nurse's union will have less power politically because they were defeated so they would have less they have clout put a lot of eggs in this basket exactly yeah. if they if they lose this then there's there's going to be a lot less clout with the on that side and then the um whoever is against this question will will be further emboldened to to make more changes because they are like eh, what are they going to do kind of thing so that's something else to consider so This is what I'm referencing. It was in the Gazette on the 23rd. And this is a letter saying that they're going to vote no. These are nurses that are going to vote no on question three. And in the middle of their argument, they say, in reviewing the bill, the American Nurses Association, the professional organization, white paper on safe staffing, the literature from Mass Nurses Association, the union, and the Coalition for Safe Staffing, Comma, we conclude that the nurse staffing problem is pervasive and needing legislation to ensure safe patient care. This is from the no voters. They're acknowledging that there's a problem, that it hasn't been fixed by any other mechanism. And they put it right in their no vote. So they're basically arguing this isn't the bill, this isn't the time. And I'm just saying do it and fix it. You know, if there's issues with it, fix it. So that's my final Move fast and break stuff. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you just have to start somewhere. Yeah. Stacy, what do you think? I have an extremely uncomplicated opinion on this. <laughs> yeah. Which is that people who are voting no, one of some of the most vocal no on one people are the heads of for profit hospitals. Also the heads of nonprofit hospitals, but still. All kinds of healthcare organizations whose nursing wages are going to go up when this passes. Why will the wages go up? Because there'll be a demand in the, in the acute care hospitals 
and they'll have to attract people, which means they'll have to raise their wages. Massachusetts already has like a higher than av- national average wage. But we nurses. also have a it's higher than eighty-seven thousand dollars. We have a much higher than living uh, standard here in Boston. Boston's well, as high as New York, just about for oh, cost Boston's of living. Boston's atrocious. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So that'll draw from the VNAs, and that'll draw from the nursing homes, and everybody will have to pay nurses more. And where you stand on that politically, you know, I'll leave that to you. But that's the effect that if nurses were underpaid and overworked and people were leaving the field and the market didn't straighten it out, and I like free markets, as you guys know, Mm. the markets aren't free when the hospitals collude to set the same wages for hospitals in downtown Boston. Well, I I agree. Um, It is worth noting, I've I've seen objections about to, uh, people saying we should vote no because we won't be able to staff the uh, the, the the facilities. With Do you want people. your loved one in there if there's not enough staff? <laughs> I well, no. But what I would say, uh, and that is something I think about a lot. But um, Massachusetts, I think the regis- the the sort of the licensing board for nurses in Massachusetts, I think it lists about a hundred and forty thousand. Uh, people who have li- or are licensed as nurses in Massachusetts. A lot so, of them aren't working. They, they right. So like <laughs> like, and I think there are about eighty thousand nurses currently working. So like, if we have to like, you know, if we had to hire six thousand more nurses, that's ten percent of the untapped labor pool in Massachusetts. And there's something like two point seven five million people working as nurses in the United States overall. Some of whom might want to move to Massachusetts if, for some reason, we can't find enough here. So I'm just yeah. I, well, like, I, there I don't was see a shortage in the '70s, but there actually isn't a shortage. It's that people come in, yeah. find it's dangerous, and you know, find other ways to make a living. Well, so they, there's lots of nurses, but that's that's the union's argument. I actually don't have the facts on that, but that's yeah. what people say. But pretty so much, you're simple. You're simple. Answer. I'm very simple. Mm-hmm. If if executives are for it, I'm against it. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Yeah, that's right. You're a Marxist. Sorry, yeah. I am not a Marxist. Thank oh, you sorry. very much. Uh, wait, an anarchist. Sorry, they both sound like the I'm same. I'm a socialist anarchist. <laughs> sorry, it was Stefan uh, slash anarcho communist. <laughs> I was talking to Stefan the other day, and he told me he was a Marxist. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I believe in the tenets of Marx, but like Marx, am not a Marxist. <laughs> if Reagan were alive today, wouldn't be Republican. Okay, got it. <laughs> well, there's that. Certainly, if Eisenhower was alive today, I don't think he'd be. So Republican. that's two yes votes. That's amazing, and we agree. Oh my God, yeah. John, do you have a thought? Uh, uh, just it looked like you're about to say something. I came out no, of the game my, really strong. My laptop so- ran out of ran out of power, <laughs> so I'm just sitting here now. Oh, okay. Uh, and I I've already voted. Oh, okay. um, and you don't I'd, have I'd, to tell us how you vote. It is a secret ballot, if you don't want to share. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, did you do it on Tuesday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Day after early voting started, I was nice. like, I'm, I'm getting rid of this. Mm-hmm. I don't have to stand in line. I just go to the town hall, and it took me like ten minutes. Very nice. No problems. No provisional ballot. You get to vote. No questions. Well, what you do? I no, actually this is questions. this is probably um. <laughs> This is probably important to, to note for people in Massachusetts. When you go to early voting, you go to the early voting place, usually your town hall, your city hall. They will give you an envelope and the ballot, the actual ballot. You take that to uh, – they set up a little voting booth, just like in the gym or whatever. You you vote with the marker, fill in the fill in the bubbles and everything. Then you put your ballot into the into this manila envelope, seal it, and then you put your name, your address – on it and then when you give it to the clerk they they sign it and then they put it in a vault 
Oh, because it's going to be counted with your precinct. And then, yeah. exactly, and then on election night, they take those out of the vault, they unseal them, and then the your vote is counted. It's not provisional, it's not an absentee, it's counted along with all the other votes from on November 6th. So if you, if you want to early vote, please do it. Because yeah. then uh, people that have to take the day off, people that have to, that Stand aren't feeling well, night, people yeah. that are, people that have kids, they don't have to wait as long if yeah. they have to do it on November. And it's incredibly easy. And if they run out of ballots, like in the next two weeks, they can get more. Whereas if it's exactly. the day of. There's, you know, you go, you go there. In the South. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Ballot, I mean, if you're doing paper ballots, then their finite resource until you make more especially yeah, if you don't expect high turnout exactly which th- we might get 50 percent this uh i would which is high turnout and is also at the same time last i think last uh last election was like 37 to 40 percent yeah i love it if it goes high this time i i like it when people vote so. i do too though it is a it is uh when voting is something people can choose not to do higher turnout means you know there's a sign that something's wrong i i've I, I think that's a better sign than not voting. I agree. One thing we should talk about some other time is what you guys think about uh, going to a system like Australia has where it's illegal not to vote. Yes, please. But let's... All right. That's, that's, we, we got a couple of minutes. It's complicated Shocker. than that. Yeah. Yeah. Mandatory <laughs> government, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, given all of, the, all of like the people, people who are... I know <laughs> voted for people who I, I abhor, <laughs> I probably should temper that, but... <laughs> But the uh, so your position. Oh, we didn't hear genres. If he wanted to share it, or he, that what? was it. Oh, on the on the one. Yeah, it's complicated. Yes. He's yes on one. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was. I'm just thinking about the amount of nurses versus the amount of amount of I, patients. That's all. That's really. You know, I, 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 I want to just vote yes because I, I agree with you, Stacy. Like anything that like uh, the the overpaid uh, hospital executives are getting. That would have been me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. The reason why I'm, I, I honestly am just bopping back and forth, and I'm ambivalent about this, uh, is that. Um, uh, I think the Globe made some good points in their editorial recommending no when they said like, like. Uh, there hasn't been that much study of what will happen. And the one state commission that did study this said it could raise health care costs for the state by as much as a billion dollars. And I'm like, okay. But they already have it in California. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm like, do they actually, is it actually working in California? Because every, th- every claim I've seen about that uh, when I've been going around doesn't actually list sources. So I've been having trouble finding actual data yeah. as opposed to like, well, I heard this and I heard that and my... My friend, who they won't name, who's a nurse, says, blah. and I'm like, I, ah, well, you know, it, who are, like, I'm trying to find experts I actually And I'd want to know who was on that commission that said, right, it was a billion know. dollars. Well, yeah. it's the Massachusetts Health Policy Commission. So two quick, just two little quick little things. One yeah, yeah. is that the, I listened to the no folks, um, mm-hmm. administrators of hospitals, and they basically said that California took longer to implement it. That's their argument against and the only statistic that showed in all the studies was the um, readmission rate, that it really affected the readmission rate. So that when you are in the hospital and you're seen and you're sent home too early, that's a big Medicare quality 
impact. And so people weren't readmitted as, as frequently or as soon after they'd been in the hospital when uh, California implemented it. And that's, a, that's actually a, one of the data points that's not contested. Mm. But all the other data points about anything, there's research on both sides from what I understand. But that one data point about readmission rates. Yeah. And one of the, uh, one of the concerns I have is that um, we're out of time, right? <laughs> well, we, we're out of time. Is that they'll cut staffing for other important hospital positions like Can't, social work? It, in the law itself, it says you cannot cut it, the other I, positions. I, I know it says that, but you know, one can allow attrition to happen in things. I, yeah. I, I, I have confidence in the ability of, of greedy capitalist weasels to find ways around <laughs> things like that. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so oh, all right, it is about time for us to wrap up tonight here on Civil Politics. Uh, Coming up next, we'll have Subculture, uh, followed by Table of Contents at 10 o'clock, and then OK Asia at midnight, uh, giving you all your uh, drive-time Asian pop music needs if you happen to be in Seoul or or Tokyo. Um, uh, And then, uh, sorry, Drum and Bass uh, with DJ Fife is uh, uh, wrapping up there into the wee hours there. A podcast of the show is going to be uploaded to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, etc., etc., ad nauseum. on Sundays usually. Uh, a repeat of the show should be Mondays at 4 p.m. We hope you'll tune in then and enjoy us once more. Uh, and don't forget, once again, uh, you can vote here in Massachusetts. Early voting is happening. Please do. Election Day is Tuesday, November 6th. It's coming soon. And we will have our election night special from 9 to 11 p.m. here on Valley Free Radio on election night. Hope you'll join us for that. Thanks for listening. Good night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.